Hello, everyone. Welcome to Eternity, where love never fails. Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening. This is the Eternity Bible Study Podcast, where we walk through the Bible together every weekday, Monday through Friday. We're podcasting from here in the United States and in Zambia with a goal to share our thoughts and encourage one another as we read God's Word together verse by verse. My co-host in Zambia, Matali and I, are both listening to Through the Bible Podcast and then sharing our thoughts and encouragement with you. From America to Africa and everywhere else, God is in control. As always, our attribution goes to Through the Bible with Dr. J. Vernon McGee. So if you've ever wanted to try to read the Bible every day, we hope you can join us. We're regular people just like you, trying to learn more about God and walk in step with His Holy Spirit. So if you have your Bible, feel free to read along. And if not, no problem. We'll try to put it all together for you. So let's get started. Well, we are in the last study uh, of the book of uh, Revelation. We are in chapter 22. Um, I'll jump right in and uh, we'll finish up the, the whole uh, book of Revelation today. What a, marvelous, uh, what a marvelous study this has been. Verse 1, Then the angel showed me the river of uh, the water of life, bright as crystal flowing from the throne of God and the Lamb through the middle of the street of the city. So, again, we've got the water of life. Jesus uh, promised living water. Um, We've got this um, flowing out from the throne of God uh, and of the Lamb. So, we've got the duality here of God, God the the person, God the, the Savior, Jesus Christ, through the middle of the street of the city and on either side of the river the tree of life this was the tree of life even though it was referenced back in genesis with its 12 kinds of fruit yielding its fruit each month this is what we uh talked about yesterday the leaves of the tree were for healing of the nations and um uh, again mcgee makes the point that he's not sure if the nations need healing at this point because they've you know, they maybe maybe many people have already been saved, or or maybe they they um, um, well, I I don't know how to explain it, um, but uh, they exude healing. Um, the the water of life provides. Uh, maybe that's uh, the way um, the the much of the healing occurs. It just occurs through God's provision. Um, but in any event, we have God's provision of the of the fruit, uh, and um, McGee says you could you could make this literal fruit or sort of a figurative, you know, like the fruit of the virtues of Christ, you know, God's virtues. Uh, so it would be yielding this kind of fruit in the spiritual way, or yielding a, a fruit um, um, maybe as a literal tree. Uh, yielding fruit that, that people can come up and eat. Um, but in any event, McGee says um, he, he always likes to take uh, the Word of God literally, if that's what it says. That's what it is. God can make trees that have this fruit, and um, it could be a, a nourishing type of uh, a fruit. 
So the leaves of the tree were for healing of the nations. Verse 3, no longer will there be anything accursed, but the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it. And his servants will worship him. Okay, so they will see his face. This is God's purpose, to live with man. They will see his face, verse 4, and his name will be on their foreheads, and night will be no more. They will need no light or lamp of or sun, for the Lord God will be their light, and they will reign forever and ever. So you got this contrasting picture here. You know, back in the Old Testament, Moses, my study Bible says, could not uh, see the Lord's face and live. He could even look upon the Lord, um, even in as he's, you know, looking upon maybe the burning bush, which was a symbol of God. His face was radiant, but he couldn't even. He would not even be able to see uh, God's face. Um, so now. People will be able to see his face. This is something that's never occurred. Um, as we see in, in verse 4, they will see God's face for the first time. And that will be the greatest blessing of this age to come, to be with God, to see God. And then um, this picture um, that being uh, in union with Jesus as their king, believers will not only worship, um, as priests, you know, the, but they'll also reign as kings over this new earth. So um, they will reign forever and ever over God's new creation. What a what an amazing picture uh, that is. Then uh, we come to verse six, and he said to me, "These words are trustworthy and true." This is the angel speaking to John. Now, these words are trustworthy and true, and the Lord, the God. Uh, of the spirits and prophets has sent his angel to show his servants what must soon take place. Verse 7, and this is looks like these are words of Christ. It says, And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. So in verse 6, when the angel says these words are trustworthy and true, um, Again, this Jesus says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. That's John uh, chapter 14, verse 6. And uh, so, again, Jesus is truth. His words speak truth. And uh, so this prophecy is truth, and this prophecy is trustworthy. This is true, which is so comforting. And verse 7, And behold, I am coming soon. Blessed is the one who keeps the words of the prophecy of this book. This is Jesus talking. And when he says blessed, this is the sixth blessing that we see, or like my study Bible says, it's the sixth benediction. That's that closing blessings that we see in the book of Revelation. Then, so Jesus says, I'm coming soon. It's not like in Daniel's vision that he's coming in a far off time. He's coming soon. He's already defeated uh, Satan by his act, by his work on the cross. So this is soon. Um, verse 8, uh, I, John, okay, this is John talking. John identifies himself now. 
I am the one who heard and saw these things, and when I heard and saw them, I fell down to worship at the feet of the angel who showed them to me. But he said to me, this is the angel saying, you must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers, the prophets, and with those who kept the words of this book. Worship God. So again, John is so overwhelmed. I mean, this John knew Jesus, but yet he's so overwhelmed with it all. Can you imagine? He just falls down at the feet of the angel because the angel, even the angel, is so far above him. And the angel says, no, I'm just like you. I worship God. The, the humility of the angel is evident. And the overwhelmed John is evident. Verse 10, And he said to me, Do not seal up the words of the prophecy of this book, for the time is near. Let the evildoers still do evil, and the filthy still be filthy, and the righteous still do right, and the holy still be holy. So in other words, this book, um, this revelation is not like Daniel's, because like Daniel's was talking about things yet to come, things way far away. This book is things coming soon. Christ has already defeated death. And it's interesting that some people are going to be beyond help. They're still going to be the wicked, the evildoer, the filthy. Um, but the interesting thing is, is that because the book is not sealed up, um, we still have an invitation for those who can repent to repent, as we'll see. Uh, but there's some that are just going not to be uh, um, able. Um, to have their hearts changed. Then we see verse 14, another... Um, oh, let's see... Um, in verse 12, this is Jesus speaking again. Behold, I am coming soon, bringing my recompense with me to repay each one for what he has done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. So recompense is sort of like payment. <clears throat> That's how that word is um, um, translated from the Greek it is uh, misthos, which means wages or reward, which uh, my, my study Bible in, says it indicates a degree or degrees of reward for believers and punishment for unbelievers. So again, <clears throat> as we've said earlier in the book of Revelation, that deeds do matter. You know, we're saved, but the, when the master comes back, he rewards the, the servants for their different degrees of service. So, justice will be served and the wages will be paid for the labor that was done. Um, so, something to, to really think about as we honor God with everything we think and say and do every day. What do our deeds look like? The master knows and will pay for the, wa the wages of the labor properly. Verse 14, blessed are those who wash their robes so that they may have the right to enter the tree of life and that they may enter the city by the gates. Okay. 
This is our final blessing, the seventh blessing in the book of Revelation. Who wash their robes so that they are clean, they are sanctified. They have repented of sin of their old nature. And so they may enter the city by the gates. Verse 15, outside of the dogs the source and sorcerers, the sexually immoral and murderers and idolaters and everyone who loves and practices falsehood. So again, you know, not everybody, you know, you know, will eventually repent. Not everybody will be able to be saved. Uh, and so outside the city, um, you get this picture of the of the unsaved. And uh, verse 16, I, Jesus, have sent my angel to testify to you about these things for the churches. I am the root and the descendant of David and uh, the bright morning star. That's Jesus talking again. This bright morning star is referenced in Numbers chapter 24, verse 17. This is what the prophet Balaam saw when he saw, um, he foresaw arising from Israel a star to conquer the other nations. And so this is the bright morning star. Uh, of the Old Testament. This is Jesus. His birth was marked by a bright morning star that, that you know, that completed that prophecy. Jesus, you know, he says, I am this star. I am this, this baby that was given to you in the, ma- in the manger, that he gave his only son. This was completing all of the Old Testament prophecy as he completes that he finishes what he started. He he started, uh, you know, when he was born here, um, and he's finishing it. He's completing Old Testament prophecy, and he's completing New Testament, the New Testament gospel message here. Verse 17, the Spirit and the bride say, Come, and let one who hears say, Come, and let the one who is thirsty, Come. Let the one who desires to take the water of life without price. This is a final invitation to drink the water from the well, the living water that Jesus offered the Samaritan woman, the living water that flows through heaven for all eternity from the throne of God and the Lamb. This is the living water that Christ invites us, invites everyone to drink from His living water. To do that, we have to repent and trust in Him, place our faith in Him, be reborn in Him. This is His living water that He offers all of us. The Spirit of Christ and the Bride of Christ, which is the church, say, come. So then we have this blessing, this uh, final word from Jesus, this final invitation from the, the church itself to all of us. And then we have a little bit of a warning here in verse 18. I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book, if anyone adds to them, 
God will add to him the plagues described in this book. And if anyone takes away from the words of the book of the prophecy, God will take away his share in the tree of life and in the holy city, which are described in this book. So it is a warning here that God's word is complete. There's nothing that you add to it to make it better. And there's nothing you subtract from it that you don't like. God's Word is perfect. God's Word is pure and eternal. It's the way, the truth, and the life. How important Scripture is to look at it in its completeness. You have to look at all of Scripture. Verse 20, He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming soon. This is, again, Jesus saying this, a final word. Amen, come Lord Jesus. This is the response to Jesus, as my study Bible says. Come Lord Jesus echoes an early prayer of the, um, of the church, and that early prayer echoes from 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 22. That's when Paul is uh, echoing that church prayer. And it's interesting that my study Bible says that the um, the response from the church, "Come, Lord Jesus," um, it's translated from the Aramaic as "Morena uh, Morena It's M A R A N A. Then the second word is T H A. Marina Marina Thai. And it says. Um, Our Lord, come. So Christ would say, I am coming soon. Amen. Then then church would say, Amen. Come, Lord Jesus. Or, Marina Thay. Marina Thay. So as we say, Jesus is saying to us, you know, I am coming soon. You know, be on the lookout. I'm coming soon. And then our response to Him is, Amen, come Lord Jesus. For those who who are in Him, the Bride of Christ, who are in Christ, we are waiting for the day of His return. The Spirit, the Holy Spirit, inside of us, that holds us, that keeps us strong, that educates us, that is our comforter, our teacher, helps us know this is true. And the Holy Spirit itself says, Come. Come. It's interesting that the word come is is used for all of us to come to Him. And then the word come is used again for us, inviting Him to come to us. So there's this duality of coming together. And that's that, um, again, that abiding relationship on display. The Spirit that abides in us and we in the Spirit. And that we abide in, not only in His Spirit, but we abide in His body. The Bride of Christ is the body of Christ. So when you think about, when you're walking around, you are in the body of Christ... That's your body, which is the bride of Christ. 
but you also, your spirit is the Holy Spirit, his spirit in you and you in him. So his spirit is in you and your body is in him. And that's, that's the way we are living. We have his spirit, we have his body, we have his living water to nourish us. And then our response to him is come. We are in him, we are his, we are marked with his. What a beautiful picture of heaven. Um, And again, I have to apologize. I can't do this justice. I can't, um, no man can adequately teach how marvelous this is. But these words are true. We don't have to add anything to these words. This is enough. We don't have to sit here and try to come up with exactly how it's going to be to make ourselves feel like we've really studied this deeper. God says you don't have to add anything to this book. This is what you need to know. You don't need to know any more than this. I've given you everything you need. Don't take away stuff from it. This is everything you need. Keep your heart centered on me. I'm that bright morning star that's announcing a new day, the dawn of a new day. And as you place your faith in me, you've got my spirit in you. You're in my body. You've got my body and my spirit. And I'm coming soon for you. Verse 21, the grace of the Lord Jesus be with all. Grace. Remember that word grace? That's that gospel gift. The gift of something that you don't deserve. That's grace. The grace. What is the grace of God to us? Is the gift of Jesus Christ. That's that gift of grace that we don't deserve. The grace of the Lord Jesus is the gospel message. The grace of the Lord Jesus is the love of God given to us. The gift of The grace of the Lord Jesus is the Word of God who has come in the flesh to be with us. We've got the Word of God. We don't need to add to the Word of God or subtract from the Word of God. We have the grace of the Lord Jesus. It is for all people, all nations, all people. It's that grace of God, the Lord Jesus with all. The Lord Jesus is with you right now, and you are with him. You have his spirit. You have his body. The grace, the gospel grace, the gift of God that you did not deserve is with you. Remember that. And Amen. So now we have finished the book of Revelation. How about that? What a marvelous picture of God's gift to mankind, to you and me. So we're going to stop here. I'll turn the rest of the podcast over to my co-host, and to Matali. Matali, this is this is it. So I can't wait to hear what you've got to say today. Um, now, um, tomorrow being Friday, tomorrow being Good Friday, we're going to, I believe, we're going to start the, the, uh, the process again. And uh, we are going to, I believe, be back in the, in the book of Genesis. So, for me to all of you, God bless you, and we'll see you here next time as we continue our study.
through the Bible. God bless you all.